Good evening, this is Mary Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. A grizzled man died in a two-vehicle crash northeast of Lewis this morning. Tom Robinson has more on this. Iowa State Patrol Trooper Ryan DeVault tells KSOM KS95 News the accident happened around 5.52 a.m. on Highway 6 and 582nd Street. Unfortunately, uh, that that accident this morning resulted in the fatality uh, of a Griswold man by the name of Greg Scott Coors, age 59 of Griswold. Trooper DeVault says a 2007 GMC pickup driven by 43-year-old Vincent Samuel Turbona of Meet, Louisiana, was traveling westbound on Highway 6, and an eastbound 2019 Chevy Silverado pickup driven by Greg Coors. The GMC Sierra crossed the center line for unknown reasons, striking the Silverado pickup driven by Mr. Coors. Trooper DeVault says the others involved suffered minor injuries. Mr. Coors was transported to the Schmidt Family Funeral Home in Atlantic. The GMC pickup came to rest facing southeast of the North Ditch. The Shelby Silverado came to rest northwest in the South Ditch. The accident is still under investigation by the Iowa State Patrol. Cass County Sheriff's Office, Atlantic Police Department, Cass County MS, Grizzle Fire and Rescue, and Lewis Fire and Rescue assisted the Iowa State Patrol. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. One person died and another person was injured in a single vehicle accident in Madison County. The accident happened at around 4 a.m. on Sunday in the 1000 block of Pitzer Road between Dexter and Earlham. A passenger in the car, identified as 42-year-old Jonathan Taylor, died in the crash. The 30-year-old driver was transported to a Des Moines hospital for treatment of injuries. The accident remains under investigation and charges are pending. The Adair County Sheriff's Office arrested 45-year-old Joshua David Huddleston of Orient on January 30th on a warrant charging him with three counts of sexual abuse second degree, two counts of lascivious acts with a child, one count of child endangerment bodily injury, and one count of indecent contact with a child. Huddleston was held on $200,000 cash-only bond. In other activity, the sheriff's office arrested Corey Donald Johnston of Des Moines on January 31st for failure to appear on the charge of driving while barred. Johnston was held on $2,000 cash-only bond. And 32-year-old Brian Dean Schultz of Greenfield was arrested January 31st on a Union County warrant for operating while intoxicated second offense. He was transferred to Union County authorities. State climatologist Justin Glisson says last week wrapped up Iowa's 187th consecutive week of drought conditions. You look at wintertime as of uh, the last month of meteorological winter, February, statewide we're about 175% of normal. So we've definitely had a, a wet stretch through winter, and this has definitely helped at least chip away at some of those longer-term precipitation deficits. Glistens and the weather outlook through the first half of February is forecast to be warmer and wetter than average. He said that's good news. So moving forward, the expectation with the strong El Nino still hanging on, warmer temperatures across the upper Midwest, and the near normal to the potential for slightly elevated wetness as we get into the March, April, May time frame. Inglison noted that Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow on Groundhog's Day. He admits he is only right 40% of the time, and hopefully he is right this time. And with warmer temperatures, it has created unsafe ice fishing conditions. John Lorenzen, fisheries biologist with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, said typically ice goes out around the shore first, but there still may be safe ice beyond that. 
However, he recommends not going in any body of water to get out on ice. Lorenzen talks about what to look out for. Look for signs of black coloration to the ice. I mean, when ice goes out, it typically turns black. It starts to appear porous. It's no longer holding water on top of the ice. You know, the snow melt and everything usually accumulates on top of the ice as, as water. Um, and then if the wa- once the ice becomes porous, it starts to leach through the ice. Um, so those are some signs to look for. Lorenzen said different lakes and ponds go out at different rates since they have different watershed sizes. So be careful. He said if you are on one body of water that has safe ice, that does not mean the next lake you go out on is going to be safe. Iowa House District 23 Representative Ray Sorensen has proposed a scholarship program called House Study Bill 556, known as the National Guard Service Continuing Education Scholarship. We have a National Guard Scholarship Bill, and it uh, would create a new scholarship program. And uh, I believe it's it's more that, that can be used at more continuing education programs beyond just the four-year university option, because there's already one that, that exists for that. But uh, they would be able to use the, the scholarship at non-traditional continuing education plans, um, you know, that are becoming more and more popular, especially at community colleges. And that, that to me, uh, reflects a lot more of our rural Iowa National Guard members. And so I think that's that's one of the another important bill that's out there. And Sorensen said recently a subcommittee on the governor's AEA proposal met and decided not to advance the bill to the full committee, stating that more discussions were necessary. Sorensen has taken feedback from Iowans, and he believes that there is no support in the House to move this bill forward in its current form. Even though the bill is still alive in the Senate, Sorensen says it is on life support. He and his team will continue to work with stakeholders to gather feedback from Iowans to ensure that any bill passed in the House will help improve special education programs in the state. The Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce will be hosting their annual dinner March 1st at the venue in Atlantic. Bailey Smith, Executive Director of the Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce, said the chamber will be recognizing businesses, organizations, and individual leaders in the community. The 38th Annual Distinguished Service Award will also be given out at the dinner. The Distinguished Service Award recognizes an individual, business, or organization who has made the community a better place to live. They have rendered special services for the benefit of the community and have demonstrated an active leadership role for the betterment of the community through their involvement in business, civic, and social service organizations. Last year, the Distinguished Service Award was given to Melissa Enan for her dedication to Atlantic through her business, Meyer and Gross Real Estate, as well as her service to youth through her leadership in Boy Scouts the past 25 years. Smith encourages those who sent a nomination last year to do so again this year if their recipient did not win. Nominations for the Distinguished Service Award are due February 16th. You can nominate someone by submitting a nomination letter to the chamber at 102 Chestnut Street or email chamber at atlanticiowa.com. The annual dinner will begin at 6 p.m. with a social followed by dinner at 6.30. You can register for the dinner at atlanticiowa.com. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.